morning. Welcome to the Australian Early Finance Briefing for Friday the 9th of October. My name's Nick here in Melbourne, starting with an update on the federal budget from Tuesday and we've had some issues around the $5 billion cap on the write-off, the asset write-off provision, which was the biggest sort of in dollar value section of the budget. It's about $28 billion for companies to bring forward capital expenditure. But yeah, it was limited to companies with only with $5 billion and less in revenue. Now it's become apparent that it's in global aggregate terms. So that will rule out companies with large revenue streams from offshore, including you know, the AFR mentions, Dulux Paint, Lion Nathan, the beverage company, both of these will not get anything. And it's probably based on the sort of assumption by the treasurer that these companies have either big cash reserves already, a lot of them have been participating in strong buybacks for many years, or they can certainly access debt markets very cheaply. So the sort of benefits of, of these tax write-offs may not be as critical to the survival of these companies as it is to small and medium businesses. Moving to the US now, and Goldman Sachs has come up with a research note on the labour force impacts from the pandemic and where they see that going forward. Now, that's certainly something that we could apply to Australia and most notably here in Victoria. So they mentioned that the scarring effect on the labour force of the current recession is surprisingly limited and damage has so far been much less than initially feared. So the basis for this sort of proclamation is that it seems to be that most of the sort of the job losses at the moment, looking at the unemployment sort of breakdown in the US, most of it's temporary unemployment and that sort of stayed very sort of sticky. So they mentioned the number of newly unemployed workers since the virus shock has indeed declined dramatically and about half still report that they are on a temporary layoff. So most of these sorts of positions should be returned. So they mentioned the scarring effects on the labour force have been less severe than feared and most of the remaining job losers are either still on temporary layoff or in industries that should largely recover with a vaccine. So in, in addition in this bullish note they mention for companies as well saying that largely the companies that have gone through bankruptcy in the US so far have been companies that were already over levered and would probably have filed for bankruptcy anyway, stating that the crisis has just accelerated their sort of otherwise destined demise. So interesting there, and it's certainly something that we could look, look to here in Australia. We still don't really know much about the sort of the level of bankruptcies that will be coming up when the sort of the moratorium ends at the end of the year. Now, US website Zero Hedge mentions that Bank of America have sort of come out with something a little bit different to, to Goldman. They say that there's still a number of issues in the US labor market. And these are all things applicable to Australia. Firstly, that there's likely to be a, a skills mismatch, which is what happens typically in recessions, particularly you know, the lack of demand for travel, entertainment. There will probably be you know, a, a, a prolonged 
sort of structural shift. Certainly, we probably won't see as many jobs in airlines, etc., going forward. So there's always that skill mismatch issue. You know, here, even in Queensland, we've seen on the news Virgin Airline pilots cleaning dishes in restaurants, these sorts of things, massive value destruction there. In addition, they see that there's, there'll be this ongoing disengagement from the labour force due to health or childcare. So this could either be old people that don't want to work in industries where they feel they'll be exposed to the virus and, and get really, really sick, or you know having to leave children in, in daycare and those sorts of things at risk of exposure. Bank of America do mention that there is one positive and that's the Zoom revolution that the labor force should benefit from this more flexible working arrangement. People will be more willing to do extra work, more willing to take on roles if they can spend more time at home. So they, they cite that the time use survey from the BLS shows that about 8% of the workforce worked from home before the pandemic and now that's sort of tripled since then. And moving to the markets now, about half an hour before the US Open, the S&P's up about 60 bips with the ASX 200 futures also up about 60 bips. In terms of data, the ABS is releasing their monthly home loan data today. That's your early update for Friday. Have a wonderful day. This podcast is for investment professionals only and should not be relied upon by private investors. The podcast is provided for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial advice. The values of investments can go up or down, so you may get back less than you initially invest.